In a future where most of mankind and technology has been wiped out, two men search from movie to movie, engaging in a brutal form of survival known as Beat It Movie Reviews. I am Joe Cabello, and I'm here with... Hey, what's up, Chris? That's Chris Osoda. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're not Chris? Yeah, I'm Joe. Sound like you just said... Then who Anyways. am I? <laughs> A confusing beginning for everyone. This is season six, <laughs> Beat It Movie Reviews. Uh, as the intro said, we're in a post-apocalyptic realm alone where there's nothing but movies and tv shows for us to search for humanity uh but you know one thing remained throughout all that and that is the song people heard at the beginning the song by this is an apocalypse so it's uh, our friend that we knew a long time ago yeah. before the apocalypse uh davis il his song queenie pie yeah so go uh you know Dig up some hard drives in the dirt if you're still alive yeah. out there, and maybe it's on I there. Old footage on a reel for a camera. <laughs> Somehow, he yeah. would use an old-timey camera to film something. That's I'm true. sure. So he definitely would. That makes sense to me. That is his style. You know, actually, the apocalypse is his fault. He actually wanted uh, a non-digital future, so he yeah created a giant emp bomb it's i remember him saying like i will break make this place back to the beauty it once was and it was like fuck i should have gone to this guy's halloween party and maybe yeah, I, like some i could have intervened in some way or seen the signs true. and it's too bad but that was a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened yeah. since then yeah. Uh, and, you know, we came across in the rubble the Marvels from ages yes. ago. And uh, we're going to be reviewing that as the main review. That's the newest Marvel movie at the time that it came out. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do that. But we should wa talk about what we've been watching. Uh, why? Because yeah. we've done that for the previous hundred episodes or however long we're in this it's probably thousands now right yeah by <laughs> just now. trying to keep track of this <laughs> we will do it because it's reality is that we are in the future and last week's episode was really like hundreds of years ago for us yeah yeah we're we're in the f like way in the future more than humanly possible yeah right? because i mean the radiation yeah, it makes time go faster. It's like a it's a whole thing. It's, it does a lot of shit that uh, you'll never yeah. find out. The reason the apocalypse happened, it just accelerated time. You know, it's it's really complicated. Yeah. It's, if you it's didn't die, it accelerated yeah. time. That's the thing. <laughs> only we, only we didn't die. Weird. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about what we've been watching. I'm gonna throw it over to you, Chris. Yeah, so uh, real quick, we can just talk briefly about Invincible, since uh, another new episode came out. Episode 2, 
Uh, yeah, what did you think about the episode? And I, I boasted many eons ago about how I've read so many issues of the comic, but I can't remember where if this is part of it or where we are. This feels like nothing I've ever read, so oh, what yeah. do you know? Yeah, well, I was going to say I did enjoy the throwbacks because, you know, I read Invincible so long ago. Right. Yeah, me too. Is I've forgotten hundreds of years. A lot dude. of it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds <laughs> of years. Uh, and it's fun to, because uh, they'll bring up story points that I didn't even, I didn't initially remember, but then I remember from seeing the show. So, like the uh, the stuff with their uh, equivalent of the Batman and Robin character, who replaces the previous uh, Batman that Omni-Man killed. Um, Night, mm-hmm. is it Night? Nighthawk or something like that? Or Darkhawk? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like straight up from the comic and that was really cool to see. And they also throw in other stuff like uh, the how the city is cursed to be in darkness. So that whole bit with him like going in between the light and of day and then complete darkness mm-hmm. was really funny i don't remember that being a bit in the comic too so that was cool and uh oh also the lizard league yeah it's like oh yeah i do remember yeah, the lizard league it is really funny to see these things kind of show up and be like oh yeah but how about that, the main storyline i loved the uh <clears throat> the, tab- the, main the story things was... that are sort of unfolding like is that yeah been in the comics uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh, because the main story was invincible. Oh, and his mom. Yeah, actually, no. I I don't. I feel like they're doing a better job of of showing his mother's like fallout with the fact that their father is a huge monster. That'll yeah, yeah. Like you a, definitely like feel that she feels it. Yeah. It's way more real, I think, than it was in the comics, where I, I like, occasionally they show her breakdown, but they don't kind of uh, make his presence felt, or his disappearance felt as heavily as in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much it would fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that. it's still, yeah, just really great season two so far. It hasn't lost any steam. I feel like it's just continued to stay as strong. The episodes are like 45 minutes long. Yeah. uh, Which is uh, pretty crazy. And the pace feels like that. And I think that took some getting used to more in the second episode. It does have a slower, like a more dramatic pace that you would get from a 45 minute show versus half hour. And I don't remember this. If the first season was half hour or longer, but um, yeah, I believe I believe yeah they were about the same length. Like Forty minutes. Yeah, I don't remember, time. but um, yeah, I enjoyed the episode. It didn't like wow me as much as that first one, but definitely yeah. gonna keep watching. There, there's it feels like there's a lot cooking. You know, uh, these are the yeah. early episodes of the season, um, and in a way that is enough to be like, okay, I'll see how this plays out. There's some interesting stuff, but I kind of wish a little bit more was going on in this uh this episode a little bit more action or something 
Oh, right, right, yeah, because the main focus was, like, he gets married underwater and has to fight that fish monster. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah, it was just kind of, like, you kind of don't care about the the fish people. Or <laughs> you're like, of course he's not going to die from this dumb fish monster. And, of course, we're talking about the fish people in the Invincible cartoon, not the fish people have who have since emerged as a uh, dominant species on Earth following hundreds of years after the, the nuclear bomb by Davis right. I.L. The mutant fish people. Those people are great. How can I forget those people? Yeah, yeah we don't mean them. them. They're good. True. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, it's going, uh, show's going well. I'm excited to see the next episode just because I feel like a lot of that stuff they're planting is going to start having those big dramatic turns you know some consequences are going to happen uh but cool uh what else that was invincible what else is going on uh i did watch all of uh loki season two yeah so i was the only one who was strong enough to to even bear loki what's up with that show it uh you know it just ended last week, and it's only six episodes, so I feel like it's not that hard to uh, to make it through. But what I will say is I did watch the first two episodes like when they first came out, mm-hmm. and I was really – it it felt like more of the same, but not in a way that really piqued my interest. But a friend of mine had watched or finished the season and really enjoyed it. And I've, you know, I heard a lot of people talking about it on the internet, and I was like, well, now that it's done, I'll just, I'll see it through. Um, and I will say, I think the first three episodes are, like, extremely boring. And mm. then the last, <laughs> the second, the the back three are, like, very interesting and cool. So, it it's hard. But it's do you definitely need... definitely a hard recommendation. Yeah, do you need those first three to, you could, for the, I feel like you could skip. Cool? The first three episodes, even like Wikipedia, read them or something. The second, the last half, uh, yeah, because basically near the the second the second half of the story is a lot about um, kind of like a Groundhog's Day slash butterfly effect type of story with time travel. Okay, uh, and it's really cool and interesting. And like, so like he wakes up and different. there's a guy sucking his dick, like yeah, in the Butterfly yeah, Effect too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they ripped off Butterfly Effect two for that. It's crazy. That's Marvel, a fucking movie. The director, movie. like, I it's really a, wanted to do an homage. Loki, it's Loki sucking himself off, yeah. and then he's like, "Whoa, it's me! It's another version of me." And then there's this whole orgy scene with like. Eight different Lokis having sex with each other, and it's uh, a Matrix Revolutions uh, <laughs> like uh, the, homage. Yeah, <laughs> the goth orgy scene. Yeah, yeah it, it basically is like that. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it has like a really cool, yeah, like Groundhog's Day butterfly effect time travel kind of premise to it. That's very interesting. Uh, and is the tone fun or serious? Yeah, and that, that's the thing is the tone is always fun for the show, you know, and it's it's really 
all about Tom Hiddleston and how great he is. So, you know, if so many people love his character and uh, I feel like this is a great celebration of that. Cool. Yeah. Is uh, Jonathan Majors in it? He is in it. Uh, he's not nearly as important as I feel like I don't know. They, I think they filmed this before he really got canceled. Yeah, which I guess a lot of it now the the woman is in jail or something because. Oh really? Yeah, like it. It came out that she wasn't like he didn't do anything wrong, and she did, and uh, now she's in legal trouble. They just spin it. It's some sort of viral marketing thing. Maybe. Uh, so I've been, that's what I've heard, but it's not like I looked super deep into it, but I mean, it kind of sucks. Like when that happens to you, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he is not in it nearly as much. He, he is in it, but yeah, not as much of a main character as like Mobius and the other guys. Morbius. Yeah, that's what part of the timeline converging. They add Morbius. I have this crazy uh, thirst for blood. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spot on. Well, I might get to it at some point, but, you know, we'll get into the Marvel fatigue, uh, you know, when we talk later. No spoilers to our feelings, but, um, yeah, that's Loki. Okay, before we talk about any more movies or shows, we do have to talk about the Garfield trailer. Garfield the movie trailer that just released, I think, this past Monday. Uh, Chris uh, Pratt as Garfield. I remember this being announced months ago or years. Around the time that uh, the Super Mario, so actually years ago that it was announced and it was like a wave of punishing like Chris Pratt voice actor announcements <laughs> that were baffling decisions. And I yeah. even think just like making a Garfield movie seems like a baffling decision. Like, I don't know what the Garfield fan base is and what they're looking for. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I mean, they had those like Bill Murray Garfield movies, right? Yeah. And who are the, who is that for? Uh, yeah. Like, why does it I have to really be Garfield? It. It's so weird. Those are the ones where he agreed to do it because he saw one of the writers was a Cohen, and he th- assumed it was the Cohen brothers. Yeah, and it was a different. So he said yes, but it was different people. And yeah, then... so good. Which is like just awesome in itself because those movies I think were awful, but just hilarious that he would. <laughs> he would fuck up so hard like that and um, imagine <laughs> when he found out and just like what he could do uh but yeah. the trailer starts with uh young garfield as a baby kitten out in the cold as a stray and it's very sad and like tragic yeah you know like it really makes me question what it is garfield like why? Why do we need to see Garfield like this? Yeah, let's get a movie with like Garfield, Scooby Doo, uh, fucking, and all the other 
like animals as like their little versions of themselves, like the <laughs> kitty and you know puppy versions, and it's like a huge crossover movie with all of them. Now, see, you're half on to something, I think, where I think the proper way to use these properties is just to say, hey, Garfield with the Scooby-Doo bunch with uh, whoever, Marmaduke, fuck yeah, it, Marmaduke. and then just let them all be their, like, big personalities in a movie together instead of being like, well, we have to make sure the audience is rooting for Garfield. So let's show him as a baby suffering and people will understand. It's like, we don't need that. We want jokes, nihilistic jokes, uh, from a cat. <laughs> oh dude, Marley and me, they could get the dog from Marley yeah. and, me, and then that dog dies at the end. It's like, I should have known. It and it all. dies on a Monday. Garfield's like, I hate Mondays. Yeah, he's like, I knew I hate. That's his origin story of how he fucking hates Marley. <laughs> he reminds him of when. Oh god, what else? They oh, and also the dog from I Am Legend. <laughs> At, Just uh, like movies where turns. it was like sad dog uh, death movies. Yeah, throwing some cats yeah. in there too. Um, oh yeah, the cats from Cats. <laughs> the actors from the live action yeah. with their, their, their careers <laughs> their tragic careers uh, but yeah and Garfield's dad is in it played by Samuel L. Jackson which really makes me wonder what Garfield is and what people are expecting out of it where it's like <laughs> maybe Garfield's dad has been in the comics I doubt it because that doesn't seem like the comics it's really weird, and like Chris Pratt as Garfield just makes me think no one even knows what anybody would want out of a Garfield movie. They're just like, okay, well, make a movie about a cat. <laughs> like, Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> like, what is Garfield? Okay, he's gotta have attitude. And cat catitude? Yeah, catitude and love eating lasagna. Not going on an adventure. I feel like that's yes. the thing that Garfield would be like, getting on a train? No, like, I'm fucking lazy. Yeah, and Fuck I don't off. even want to see Garfield do- doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see that. He wouldn't... If he's playing that true to Garfield, like, he will do the least possible at every moment and not give a shit, so... Yeah. Yeah, the Garfield trailer, I, for one, am surprised it looked bad. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, check it out for yourselves. Kids will love it, I'm sure. Yeah, it, that's the thing, it'll do well enough, I'm Sales sure. Sales for orange cats will go through the roof after the movie's yeah, released, uh, and then they'll all be returned to, <laughs> to the fucking vets. Or thrown in dumpsters, it happens. Yeah, or cooked in the underground city of Narhua, which exists now <laughs> well, in our timeline. Yeah, it's in our future city. It's true. Not a great city, They're but you can get some good cat there. Mm-hmm. I don't eat it. On special occasions, I might if someone else orders it, but I oh, what, don't really eat what it. If, uh, what if Bill Murray is in this movie as another character, too? He should have played the dad. Come on. Yeah. They'd need to have hired some 
Billy Cohen or something. Yeah, another Cohen. <laughs> it gets him again. Fuck. <laughs> Just like God damn it. That's like a that's like a, a hack for if you're. Uh... Just make your pen name for a writer of <laughs> movies as a Cohen. You can always oh, yeah. get Bill Murray. Especially since they've split up, people are like confused and like, okay, yeah, it's just Ethan <laughs> Cohen or whatever. Ethan Cohen with an F. <laughs> well, I watched yeah. another movie called Onyx, the Fortuitous. I don't know. Oh, is, is, <laughs> is <laughs> that, that was, movie out yet? So yeah, this movie, Onyx the Fortuitous and the Pendant of Destiny, or something like that. But it's uh-huh. this character's movie, this guy's done in characters at comedy shows and online. Fuck, I just spilled stuff. Uh, online for many years is this character. It's, yeah, his, his movie, which is like a horror comedy type of movie. And uh-huh. I'm only halfway through, just because okay. time... But it's really fun. The character is super silly. I've always loved that character of his. It's so awkward. Um, But, uh, yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. I think it's only available uh, for purchase. I purchased it off iTunes. Nice. You know, I kickstarted that movie. That's right. So I should be getting, like, a Blu-ray for it. Um. But yeah, if Andrew Bowser uh, related to the, uh, the, uh, the Koopa King, yeah, Koopa yeah. King, <laughs> uh, I am stoked for that movie. I, I didn't realize it was out already. I was like, I'll get it. I'll get the Blu-ray eventually, and then I'll be able to watch it. But that's cool that you can get it digitally now. Yeah, so far it's really yeah, fun, and it looks really good. The fortuitous and the talisman of souls. Okay. And the talisman of souls. I don't know. (laughs) That's like a perfect uh, impersonation (laughs) of him. I I, it sold me when he said it was going to be like Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's exactly the type of horror movie that I love to see. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not, you know, scary by any means, but. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone would expect it to be. Yeah. And some cool effects. Practical effects. No effects. The band No Effects is in it. There are effects. Yeah, that's not even true. Would be funny, though. Funny because it's true. Uh, Well, if you're Hassan Minaj, you don't think that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that from hundreds of years ago? Uh, But yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Onyx the Fortuitous. Chris, what else have you been watching? Uh, I also watched um, The Killer, which is David Fincher's new um, Netflix movie. Yeah, Phyllis, this thing. Yeah, so really interesting. This movie is like if Edward Norton's character became a contract killer uh, and his first kill, he just fucking whip sorry the first kill in the movie that he's assigned to do he like whiffs it and then a bunch of shit happens and he has to like get revenge for people being upset that he didn't Mm -hmm. do his contract properly uh 
it's this movie is cool um but i feel like it's like if barry was humorless that's kind of what this movie okay he's like he is a normal like psycho dude uh but then they kind of show in the very beginning of the movie that like oh he has like a normal life outside of his job and the people close to him are harmed so he's like who fucking is so upset i messed up my job that they decided to you know go after me they're gonna regret that so it's really not the the seeing the trailer makes you think maybe that it's got a lot of action uh and there's only like one real fight scene in the whole movie Mm, so i I feel like but so it is like barry in that it's like a slow burn too where it's like it can get ultra violent very fast and very quickly and be over uh and but yeah I, i think that lacking the humor of barry is the problem i have with this movie where you can get what it's trying to give you elsewhere in a more Mm -hmm. entertaining way but that's not to say it's it's worthless or anything like that it's just i feel like i've seen this recently and it done better but not to say that it's obviously david fincher so it looks gorgeous and you know it it's meticulously made but the character is just not really uh, all that I I don't care for the character too much, and that's part of the thing is like the the real the best fight scene in the movie. Uh, he's fighting this like huge, like dude who's kind of beating his ass. Love a huge stick. dude fight. It's awesome. It's like that. It's worth seeing just that fight scene. I would say it's really wow. great. Uh, but. That fight scene, I was almost like rooting for that guy to kill him. I was like, "This is cool! Like, <laughs> he, he he should kick his ass. This is awesome." Uh, so yeah, it's there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. Um, the Finch Man. Yeah, dude, Fincher knows what's up. Yeah, might check it out. Uh, yeah, I was a bit surprised by it when I saw it on Netflix. So I was like, "Oh yeah, forgot about this." Because um, yeah. I guess I had Marvels on the mind. But speaking yeah. of something else that kind of came by surprise, Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone's The Curse. Yes. The kind of mysterious show that the trailer didn't seem to show much of what it was really about. Starring Emma wow. Stone, Nathan Fielder, and uh, Ben Safdie. Uh, directed by Nathan Fielder, at least the first episode, too. Nathan Fielder from The Rehearsal and Nathan For You. So we're big fans of him and uh, got me to subscribe to Paramount Plus Plus Showtime. So, oh, okay. you know, pretty, pretty powerful. The, the Fielder effect. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what did you think of The Curse, episode one? Uh, it is really interesting because us being such big fans of Nathan for you and uh, the rehearsal, this is like a no brainer, but I feel like this is definitely not for fans of those shows uh, necessarily, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. 
this show is very weird and uh i love that about it that's definitely my favorite part about it but i feel like that would turn away a lot of people that are expecting it to just be like a comedy or something like that, right? Yeah, if you're a fan of Nathan Fielder, you'll like it. But if you're a fan of just those shows, you might not. Because the show isn't necessarily, like, fun. (laughs) Yeah, it is is just a very weird... it It is fun to see him act, to actually act. Yeah. Uh, That is really interesting in itself. But yeah, it it's just a very it seems like a very mysterious show that I'm still not sure like I'm very unsure of in in terms of like what they even want to do with the show. Yeah. But there are so, just some bizarre things that happen that makes me curious like I really hope it is it just gets weirder. It just gets real weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Uh, so my wife really enjoyed the rehearsal and uh, Nathan for you. So I was like, hey, Nathan's Fielder's got a new show. And she did tap out about 15, 20 minutes in, yeah. uh, which yeah. I was starting to sense as the movie went on. Yeah. Because it's I, it's not a fun show in that, like, it's stressful, you know. Yeah. It's, um, it's, like, tense and stressful and awkward in ways that aren't funny yeah so, that, that's the main like thing it is funny yeah. and there are fun yeah. aspects but yeah it is stressful but that being said i was like i have to finish this this is really yeah. getting interesting and she tapped out right before so it's called the curse mm. right before he is given the curse okay. so I was, I was like oh he left before you even saw kind of what the show might be about, even though I still think oh. it's not totally sure what it's about, but the fact that it's called the curse and somebody curses him, I mean, I'm guessing that has something to do with it. Uh, but yeah, so that kind of locked it in, made it really interesting. And there's so many like just weird little moments throughout the show that are super memorable like talking about pee and small penises. The sex scene yeah, is super crazy. Kind of really? It's like a good, a very memorable sex scene. Mm-hmm. And just uh, a lot of micropenis, uh, like way more micropenis stuff than I assumed would happen yeah. in a show like that. <laughs> Just the fact that there's two micropenises in one episode, in the first episode of the show yeah. is like, Okay, well, that's they're really going all out here, and they take it all the way as far as like, you know, it's not just like, hey, we did a joke for that scene. Like, then you see almost the answer to the question: What would it be like if someone did have a micropenis? Like, (laughs) with the sex scene, Uh, that shit was just crazy. And I'm watching it on my phone uh, next to the wife (laughs) as she's watching the TV, and I'm like, this feels even (laughs) weird to watch with someone in the room. Uh, uh, but yeah, I really liked it and I like where it seems to be going, but I don't know where it's going. You know, it's just like, yeah, a lot of stuff seems to be set up. There's a lot of water starting to boil with it. And I can definitely see why it would be uncomfortable for people. I think, uh, my wife put it a good way. She was like, Nathan for you is about, um, like, Oh gosh, I forget what she said, but it was something 
to the effect of Nathan for you kind of shows uh, like manipulation and other things on a smaller scale, but then this is showing kind of this wider scale stuff. I, I'm butchering what she said, but it made a lot of sense of how uncomfortable this is because there is a lot that it's critiquing about yeah. uh, modern society and uh, the way certain like affluent people take advantage of things without even knowing they're taking advantage and the bubbles right. people can be in. Yeah. So that's all really yeah. interesting to me. Benny Safdie's character is great because he's such a fucking creep. Uh, yeah. And it's just funny to think of a producer or director for an HGTV show trying to go as hard as he's going. Yeah. Like that's, that is a, a hilarious idea of like, no, we can't just do every HGTV show. We have to like really spice this up. Like, like yeah. that channel needs something like that. He's talking about how he wants the show to be like a breakout show as <laughs> if like it's going to transcend HGTV. That's so funny. Uh, one second. Andy knocked down yeah. the door. What the? Don't let it happen again. No. All right. Yeah, uh, Benny Safdie's character is super fun. How freaking his ideas of whatever a show he wants to make and how horrible he's being. And you just don't trust him at all, but they seem to it's it's really gonna lead yeah. to some really fucking uncomfortable stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, that is definitely the one thing of the show is like if this episode is any indication of how fucking awkward and uncomfortable the show is gonna get it's gonna be um like unfathomable yeah. levels by the, <laughs> the end yeah this is just the beginning <laughs> it's how we felt at the you know, dawn of the apocalypse that we lived through. True. Yeah. Like, if this is how uncomfortable it is now, imagine a hundred years from now, and who knew we'd still be alive? Yeah, and you know, the whole cause of it was because Nathan Fielder was cursed, and it led to... <laughs> yeah. It was a weird bending of reality and narrative that yeah. a lot of you guys don't know about, because he died before <laughs> it came out, you know. <laughs> We we found some documents that survived the blast. Anyways, so yeah, The Curse, I'm excited to keep watching it. And I think it's going to have, you know, be one of those shows like The Boys where every episode has something memorable. Like in, a, in this show for its weirdness, that one for its violence. Or awkwardness, yeah. I should say. Well, Chris, what else have you been watching? Or is it Marvel's time? Yeah, I think that's it for me besides marvels all right this let's talk about the marvels this is uh notably the last marvel movie in a while other than deadpool i think which isn't really yeah which comes out next it. year um so due to the strike and the writers and actors strike and just kind of some of the stuff of 
bad reviews for Marvel movies and things like that. It seems like we're going to have a long time without some new ones. And it seemed like a lot of the uh, the heat is not there. Seems to be the narrative with Marvel stuff in general. Where it's yeah. just not what it used to be. Especially like big movies. So that being said, Chris, what was your like uh, feelings and expectations leading up to the Marvels? Were you over it all? Were you excited? Uh, I was... My expectations were very low. And I was hoping to be pleasantly surprised by this movie. Because I feel like the internet, before it came out, was already shitting on this movie. Yeah. And ready to dismiss it. Uh, and that is mostly, I feel like, to do with the fact that there's just this, like, crazy amount of hate for Captain Marvel as a character and her movie and uh miss marvel that character in her show yeah there's some weird stuff going on there that there's like a lot of this like incel energy and not and not to say like that captain marvel movie is probably like is like low tier marvel movies for me but i'm not gonna go off and like complain about it yeah uh because it's just an ultimately it's just another marvel you know, all of these are that. Yeah, like it, it committed no offense. Some shit. That's yeah. the thing is like, like there's... I know what I'm getting with these movies, and they're all giving me that. And sometimes yeah. they're better, sometimes they're worse. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's not like it did a, an egregious, yeah. like, oh, it, it was a musical and a really bad one or something. <laughs> like, you know, it was nothing like that. Yeah. It wasn't a DC movie, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, ultimately... I was hoping for the best, and I think that after seeing it, I was pleasantly surprised and really enjoyed myself overall. Crazy. Uh, how about you? How, how did you feel? I was genuinely excited for this one, despite even I didn't watch uh, Miss Marvel, the show. I probably okay. will now at some point because oh, I enjoyed cool. her character in, in this, but I didn't watch yeah. it because of fatigue. Or Fagite, oh. as I pronounce it. <laughs> I switched the G and the T. Uh, so I was a little Fagite'd for uh, Marvel stuff. That is how we pronounce it in the new waste. Yeah, okay. I should mention it's everybody now. Yeah, everyone uh, now. Just so you guys know, it is the norm. Yeah. It'd be weird to say fatigued now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Really weird. Uh, but yeah, I just wasn't really on the train for that, but I was still really excited for this because the premise of the power switching or whatever, like power teleporting seemed really fun. The dynamic, the characters seemed fun. And I really liked the Captain Marvel movie. I realized in watching this one, I didn't remember a lot of it, but I, uh, I do remember enjoying it. I think I've seen it two times, maybe three uh so that's weird (laughs) that's like that's a lot of times to see a movie period but uh yes i was genuinely excited for it um but i guess but nothing it was definitely in my mind that some of the marvel movies you know they've they just haven't been hitting for me even the big ones so yeah that being said 
I had a blast watching it. It was kind of like a refreshing superhero movie um, for me. Not yeah, necessarily like, spectacular, but yeah, fun. It's just a, a turn after the uh, Quantumania. Quantumania, Ant-Man Quantumania movie that kind of just felt like this is more of the same, but in a way where it's not making me excited. Yeah. And then this one was like more of the same in a way that is fun and memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quantumania was a letdown and a couple of the other ones. I, I have enjoyed a good amount of the recent ones, though, too, like um, huh. Doctor Strange and I guess that's it. Yeah, no, which think... <laughs> which is very – it's that one is, like, very divisive. A lot of people, like, hate that movie, too. Mm. And I think that us really loving uh, – you know, Sam Raimi as a director and his previous work is more so of what made us a fan of that movie compared to a lot of other people. Yeah, I would say maybe as like a a Marvel movie fitting in the universe. That's yeah. what a lot of people had issues with it, which I think is just the Marvel problem of after Endgame, we all want that high again yeah. and are just like, okay, well, what is this connected to? And like... And not only that, there's a lot like that still feels like it needed to be reckoned with about all that that they also can't just sit on and do because a lot of the actors are gone and whatnot. So, yeah. But that being said, I do I did really enjoy it. I uh, I enjoyed myself. I don't think it's spectacular. You know, I think any criticism that I've heard that you know that wasn't just some you know bullshit criticism or whatever is true like it's not much of a final act it kind of doesn't feel like it's really important or leads up to something but it's all fun yeah so there we go that's all i could ask for and the post-credit stuff was really fun this is probably the most fun i've had in post-credit <laughs> marvel yeah. in a long time yeah that's true so let's yeah, the, get into spoilers choreography before we get into spoilers, the action choreography is just really solid mm -hmm. in this movie. Very yeah. unique fighting and action. But yeah, spoilers. Spoiler country. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just start at the uh, the post credit stuff. Uh, so, one, you have Haley Steinfeld in it. So, that was incredible. Kate Bishop. Yeah. And uh, Kamala Khan doing the Nick Fury was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely worked for me, too. I hope that amounts um, to something. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting because there are a lot of characters that they've added, like uh, America Chavez and a bunch that they're anticipating doing Young Avengers. But I feel like most of the characters that they've, like tease for that are so underdeveloped compared to yes. Kate Bishop and, and Kamala Khan. Yeah, they really are the the most that have had anything to them, except just like being lightly introduced. Yeah. Cause like like uh Scarlet Witch's kids are just gonna be recast, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. as like no, no older, one gives a shit. Like twenty, you know, young twenties Actors, heartthrobs right? it's gonna be like 
because there at this point there's like no men at all which it's not like it there has to be or anything but it's like they're obviously going to have older male characters but it's like it's miss marvel and kate bishop and then iron heart america chavez and uh yeah Ant-Man's man's daughter. daughter yeah that and man's so daughter like, that's an interesting one that you know yeah. she's had a lot of screen time so yeah and they're like those are all totally cool um but yeah and then there's rumors that it's gonna have like the kid loki or whatever from loki's show but i don't even think they need to i don't know it's it's that all seems funny oh and also yeah. um in she hulk they show hulk's son scar at, at oh, their right. post-credit scene so he could also be in it and then another character i know that they're talking man. about is uh in captain america and the winter soldier they have the uh the old man that he visits that had the super soldier serum but no one cared because he was black remember that character that they briefly show so he has like a grandson who becomes patriot which is essentially like the young avengers captain america and he's in the show for like a second when he like asks sam wilson a question outside Mm. of his grandfather's house like what are you doing here or something and everyone's like that's him it's like he had like one line what the yeah no one's gonna remember who that is so i'm curious if they're gonna use that character too but i i do really want to know like who they would cast for for the uh for scarlet witch's kids because it'll be interesting to see how that works out yeah but yeah yeah, and like then we'll have no real connection to them because they're different. Yeah, yeah, because then they're gonna be even more different. It's, yeah, yeah, it's weird. But I mean, I would say Kamala Khan and uh, Kate Bishop is already cool, and uh, yeah. Ant Man's daughter. So yeah. that does have me excited for that, and maybe it is about the the baton passing instead of like. I don't know. I don't know if, like, um, what is it? Black Panther was much of a baton to pass, you know, because it's like we already know this, the, all these characters, other than uh, yeah. uh, the the girl, that Bloodhound or whatever, uh, the robot girl, yeah, Ironheart. Yeah, Ironheart. Yeah. yeah, other than her, but she's barely just introduced, you know, as a side yeah. thing, but. Maybe that's the only purpose that Black Panther 2 really served, I guess, is to introduce her in the grand scheme of it all. And probably did a piss-poor job, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Uh, getting into the second part of the post-credit sequence. Beast, fool. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer back as Beast, too. Crazy. Not just any beast, but the the original X Men. Uh, Kelsey Grammer once again donning the blue fur. I don't know. Is he going to be with Wolverine? <laughs> no, oh, no one. I'm wonder. so stoked for X Men getting put into proper MCU, and I, I just really want to see who they're casting for Wolverine. Yeah, and the rest of them. I just. I'm so stoked for that. That's that's the one thing that I've wanted this whole time. It's like Endgame has come out and it's like 
they could not do another Avengers movie and I'll be okay with it because they've done such a great job. But mm. now it's like, just do X-Men as well as you did those. Yeah. Please. Give me the feeling of the 90s X-Men cartoon in a movie. Although I wonder if they'll even go that way because we have X-Men 97 coming out yeah. at some point. Yeah. Stoked for that too. So, uh, yeah. So wild to see that because I actually was genuinely surprised. It didn't get spoiled for me somehow. Uh, but yeah, just to see him there, I was like, wow, they're really going all out here with these these characters. Yeah, and obviously this doesn't mean that we're going to get that cast of X-Men. So I Yeah. I think it's And honestly like I don't want that. No, cast not at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, like move it's on. It's like just start fresh. It's cool if Kelsey Grammer's there because he's just beast anyways, like that character. A great beast. I feel like yeah. As Nicholas Holt was fine, but Kelsey Grammer was the beast yeah. we knew. Nicole, well, Nicole is hilarious because you're you're like, who is that guy? And you can never recognize Nicole because he's <laughs> yeah. always like wearing some fucking monster shit on his face all the time. Uh, he's like, yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting. The I guess Monica Rambeau's character is uh or the mother is supposed to be this character polarity uh who is an alternate version of captain marvel so yeah so interesting she might be in some other reality where carol danvers didn't get it and it was her that got it got the abilities yeah which, you know, you hope they actually never explore, except for maybe, like, a couple episodes <laughs> of a TV show, because we just want our new X-Men. Yeah. Let's start fresh. Yeah. Um, oh. So, yeah, the post-credits sequences, I was like, this is sick. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm into this. Um, yeah, and then as far as uh, the movie itself, you know, I'd say the complaints of where it builds up to... I don't know, it just felt like it was going really fast. And maybe the enemy, the main bad guy wasn't that great. Yeah, the, the main bad guy uh, was just, I think, the worst Annoying. part of the movie. But, uh, yeah, because they weren't ever scary. They just felt like they were obnoxious and like a thorn in their, the side of the hero. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, not, you're not actually dangerous. So why do I care about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I guess uh, that actress is married is like with Tom Hiddleston or like together with Tom Hiddleston. I didn't realize that. Oh, right. I think I did hear that a picture online and I was like, Oh, that's cool. But is that like nepotism? That yeah. Got her to be in this movie or what? what's up? With that's that? fucked up. Can't support her. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And I think it like the, the last like fight, just doesn't seem that crazy because of that. You're like, dude, there's three of you. You're going to win. There's yeah, three yeah. of it's you. Like, how can you not win? And you guys are getting you can't along. can't even hurt you guys. The only thing she could do is absorb the damage that you guys mm-hmm. uh, shoot at her. Yeah. Um, but still, I was kind of just like stoked to see them be fun together in a fight. Like, yeah, that's the thing about the movie. Like that. It sold us that like they were a good team. They had great banter, and all the jokes were f- solid and funny. 
with them and yeah the just the the creativity for the action choreography of them constantly switching uh, mm. places when they use their powers at the same time was a fun idea that like just added to the experience yeah yeah and it is uh, it is fun uh like the singing planet is super silly yeah. yeah that was that was really fun oh and also okay so having not seen the the miss marvel show how did you did you enjoy her family yeah i think i actually saw the first episode of it okay um, and I, I feel like I've seen them before in other movies or of other stuff, but I don't know. It might just have been yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I thought they were great and I knew probably a lot more of the series than I had watched. Cause just like uh-huh. hearing the discourse and people talking about the family and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, they were really fun and a, a great addition to it. And I was yeah. glad they were actually in the movie. Versus just being like, hey, remember there's the family in the TV show. Okay, now let's go on. Yeah. Like, they're, like, a big part of it without having to really do anything. But even in some ways, like, yeah. Nick Fury's that way, too. <laughs> He's just like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I felt like the family was the best part of the show. And it is nice to see in a Marvel property like characters that have good parents (laughs) that are actually there and actually care for their kids. Uh, And the mom is like one of the best characters from the show for sure. So yeah, I was just stoked to see them in there because their back and forth is always really funny and like heartwarming all the time. So was, it was definitely cool to see that. And then uh, the goose babies. Yeah. Was crazy. Great turn. Because, like, yeah, when the yeah. eggs start coming, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I have no <laughs> yeah, idea where this yeah. is going. So I was so glad that it was just something kind of, like, silly and fun that did yeah. end up contributing to the story. But yeah, was like, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Because that turn was very bizarre, especially, that, and which is why I liked it so much. It just was like, what a weird-ass fucking concept to be mm-hmm. like. Yeah, let's uh, have these people terrified and eaten by these alien (laughs) creatures so we can save them all. Like, what a fucking weird, bizarre, funny joke. Yeah, it's just a really fun sequence and silly. Yeah. And only set up by one scene where this uh, goose throws up and then the mom says, (laughs) oh, that cat's a little pudgy. So then... That alone makes you like, oh yeah, the cat was pregnant. I get it. It's <laughs> it's very concise in that way. It might be one of the best movies ever written. Well, you know, Goose starts talking and it's Chris Pratt's voice. <laughs> uh, I won't be surprised. Another I, good thing you guys aren't lasagna. Let's <laughs> uh, go. Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah the uh, the musical world though was sick. Right? Yeah, really funny. Didn't overstay its welcome, but also like played its joke enough. Yeah, I was curious. You know, they make a portal to 
the musical world that is like was it 97% water or something like that? Yeah. And why don't they just fly to like where there isn't civilization and there's just water and then just get the water? Yeah. Instead of well, like, oh, she was trying to hurt door. them. Is it cuz she wanted oh, okay. she wanted to punish Captain Marvel? Okay. Because I feel like ultimately she would by just taking the water because it would fuck up the whole ecosystem of the planet, right? And then, but it's like that's too long term thinking for her. She's yeah. Like, nah, Especially... I can't like ruin their ecosystem and then 10 years down the line their weather is fucked up and their unlivable habits. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> like, no, it has to be. I right can't now. perpetuate the cycle. Yeah. Yeah, they have more than enough water. And the stealing of the sun was so funny to me, like, that the people on Earth would see it instantly, and that it would just be, like, sucking its plasma out of it or something. Yeah, it's, you know, that was funny because it reminded me of uh, Sunshine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's, like, dimmer, and then, like, by the end of the movie, it's like, oh, the sun is bright again. We're saved. Um, Yeah, so... It is funny that Captain Marvel could have saved that planet by just charging their son yeah. in the first place. But obviously, you know, she doesn't know, I guess. But just it is so funny that like, all this awful stuff happened and it was like, man, if you just would have asked her, she could have done it. Yeah. And it's like no sweat off her back. But the one thing I was confused about is where does Monica Rambeau go that she's stuck somewhere and not able to get back? Because isn't it just a place in space? I think uh, it took her to a different dimension for some reason. Okay. Yeah, because I thought I was assuming it was the other side of the portal where that planet is, where the sun is dying, Mm. because that's where... The sun is taking, yeah. is taking the energy from the sun too. So I was really confused. I was like, "Isn't she just there on that by that planet?" Yeah, I think those portals can there, do sure something else. Yeah, I think they can create wormholes, but also potentially to other dimensions. But I don't know. It's all. It's it is something like that because obviously it would. If yeah, it's they're just... like, oh, she's lost. Yeah. But uh, uh, just admit you hate women, and that's why you're picking apart the movie like this. <laughs> Her, you know that character, Monica Rambeau's character's name is Spectrum uh, in the comics. So I know that part of when they're trying to figure out a name for her, they're like, oh, like uh, color spectrum, blah, 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 or light spectrum. So they kind of like tease that's mm. her name. Yeah, I wonder but, what the plan is for her because uh i do like that character and they're yeah. pretty powerful uh so yeah like they're gonna be back i'm sure yeah will they be back you know will we have to see them I, will it be a show of her escaping this world or will it be it's, like it's a, just her flying in space for hours on end every episode yeah. And that's it. It's just like silence. It's, it's just uh, like the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> yeah, extended version of Gravity. And instead of George Clooney's voice, she's talking to it's Chris Pratt. 
God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, any other thoughts about the Marvels? Uh, no, other than it's just, yeah, just a fun, solid Marvel movie. Yeah, l- uh, really enjoyed it. So, Marvel's yeah. back, baby. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> seems to be not doing well in the box office and, you know, not great yeah. in reviews. But I think we're just at a weird point, you know? These these movies are judged kind of without the uh, the gilded, you know, Marvel stamp on them. Uh, but yeah, that's our review of the Marvels. So, yeah, what's coming up next? We actually, neither of us got to see uh, It's a Wonderful Knife. Didn't get yeah, very well reviewed either. I feel like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was. I it wasn't on digital, which I was hoping for. But yeah, so next week coming up, I thought I was gonna watch Wish last week, but my friends who booked our tickets didn't realize it was gonna be this. It's actually this weekend. Uh, so, yeah, you so, know, the trailer played during this movie, uh, the Marvels. Uh-huh. Really didn't like the way it looked. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's and that's the whole thing with that movie is they're trying to promote that it's like the animation style of it is like super next level and mm-hmm. crazy um, but anyways that's obviously not the movie we'll be reviewing next week there's a couple that look good and the most obvious one is uh, Thanksgiving the Eli Roth horror nice so we'll definitely be watching that I'm sure but Just then the other time. movie I have tickets for already is uh, next goal wins, which is Taika Waititi's oh, yeah. new soccer or football movie uh, about the New Zealand team with Michael Fassbender. That also looks great. And then next week, also uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters starts on Apple TV Plus. Starts as a series. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a Damn, Apple I TV didn't know series. That. Yeah, it's really crazy because that's why people are like, "How the fuck are they?" doing a series where the effects look this good yeah it'll be one episode <laughs> yeah it's just they show godzilla like for 10 seconds yeah cool. it's possible sure i'm sure it will be uh but the other thing is on peacock the new please don't destroy movie comes out the treasure of Interesting. Foggy yeah uh so that looks also great and then uh Saltburn comes out and the hunger games <laughs> yeah, I'm not just in that Hunger Games yeah. movie. Yeah. Or, oh, sorry, Trolls Band Together. God, I've never seen a single Trolls. Been... Yeah, I, I wouldn't even know what a troll is. All right, well, shit, some good stuff coming yeah, up for the holidays. Kind of stuff coming out. The last yeah. gasp of Hollywood, because there is going to be less and less uh, new movies coming out, I think. Yeah. With, with everything that went on, so... Cool, let's soak it all in. We could find, remember the pandemic years, struggling to find movies to review yeah. as our main reviews. We might end up going back there. Well, you know, it is hard being in the wasteland trying to find movies in the first place. So Yeah, that just makes it even harder. For us now, you know? yeah. yeah, if we find a lot of Blu-ray copies of Howard the Duck, that's oh, just okay, everywhere. Yeah. We printed so many of those, uh, but... <laughs> a lot of the stuff hard to find uh but uh you can find us in a couple hundred years but enjoy your time 
before the apocalypse now. And we'll see you next week. Bye.